Someone said I strongly dislike the intro. <gasps> uh, it's okay. R-O-T-N, let me present to you the Rotten Podcast. The Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello guys, good morning. Welcome back to the Rotten Podcast. We're on episode 48, baby. Baby, we are back in the lab. We are. Also, I want to say a shout out to all of you guys who had commented on our YouTube channel giving us feedback and we are going to go over them. We're going to have like our first reactions to reading them. I haven't read many of them, but I've seen that we've had like over 50 of you guys, you know, respond to us, which is so freaking amazing. Yeah, so. we wanted to save it for the podcast. So we'll yes. kind of do a live <laughs> reaction. <laughs> yeah. What do we call it? Reacting to hate comments? Reacting <laughs> to criticism? I don't know. We'll have like a funny like title to this video. And I did you read- You and your clickbait, you're very good at it. <laughs> One, it's not clickbait. I've never used clickbait. But two, funny enough, you said that. Wait, you've never used clickbait? Not for the pod. People think otherwise. <laughs> well, that's funny you say that because in one of the comments, I did read a few and then I was like, wait, I should stop reading them so that I can read them yeah. live. Um, one of them said, you guys need to utilize clickbait to get people to <laughs> click on the videos. I was like, I feel like oh. we have. We're getting pregnant. We're quitting the podcast. No, those know. are all things we actually are talking about. But the way that they're framed is in a clickbait format. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like tr- it is truthful, but it's also like strategically titling them. I mean, yes. that's just content. Yes. It's like what everyone does. So it's not even necessarily worth saying, but mm-hmm. it is a skill is what I'm saying. And you think that way because you've been doing this for 10 plus years. And my brain doesn't necessarily work like that. Yeah, I always have to tell Matt, like, think about the clip. Think about what you want to title it. Think about the, like, substance of the podcast. Because, of course, we can shoot the shit for three hours. But will Three hours? An hour. (laughs) Will it really make a good segment if no one's going to click on it, depending on the title of it? It's true. Um, We'll get into that in a little bit. Over the last two weeks, we haven't talked about what we've been doing. And we've been doing lots of like wedding festivities. I went to a bachelorette party for Matt's sister. Yeah. And then this past weekend, we were in Scottsdale for my really good friend Andy's wedding. And uh, we pretty much just did it in 24 hours. That was it. I feel like next week's episode... We should talk about the wedding and everything because Mickey had sent me a bunch of stuff that we should go over. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's like helping me plan the wedding because she knows <laughs> I'm not doing anything. And yeah. I'm like not a planner. I just, I hate You're planning. a planner when you have to be when it's like down to the wire yes. or if someone puts something like on the calendar. Like I know we're going to get married in 2024. I just don't know the date. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well we have time because it's, it's not even 2024 yet. No, we have to, we're like reaching our We're last, reaching the point the, where it's becoming yeah. procrastination. Yes. Well, all the venues will get booked up in 2024 if we want to do it in 2024 if we don't act fast so we got to get on it guest list wedding planner find the venue yeah everything else will fall into place but i think once we get those three things buttoned down like Mm -hmm. figuring out the guest list the amount of people then getting a wedding planner and then once we find the venue yeah i feel like then it's not I know it's a lot of planning. That's what, you know, everyone says. But once we have that locked in, I feel like everything else can kind of be like more casually planned throughout the year. Whereas like you can't really nudge the venue. Everything else can kind of be like, oh, the flowers, the food, like we can always have other options. But yeah. yeah. And honestly, I will say that going to Jessica's bachelorette party and then going to Andy's wedding, it has made me more excited about our wedding because I think the reason why I haven't been super planny with our wedding is because I don't even know what happens at a wedding because I don't, before <laughs> yeah. we got engaged, I'd only gone to one other wedding. Yeah. Like no, one. Same. I haven't gone to too many weddings either. And then we were at your friend Amy's wedding. Yes. Like two months less ago. than two months ago. So a lot of weddings jammed in and seeing everything like, oh, the food, the appetizers, the flow what of things, speeches. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't even know people made like speeches. I didn't know yeah, parents made speeches because bef- even at human's wedding, her parents, I don't believe, made a speech. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. And so like even with like the bachelorette party, Jennifer planned the entire thing. And I was like, oh, this is what happens at a bachelorette. Like, oh, like. You know, like Jessica doesn't pay for a thing and she just play, I don't know, like maybe just for her clothing, but like we pay for everything else and it's great. And I was like, oh, like I didn't know how the American culture system worked, even though I've been born and raised here, but I've only been to like my family's weddings that are very like culturally Asian based. Yeah. So I didn't know what happened. So I don't even know how to plan or start mm-hmm. planning. Yeah. <laughs> but, but i'm tired of the questions of people asking us about the wedding it's like oh have you i'm like stop asking yeah literally it's getting stop to a asking. point where i'm like stop asking like i would have updates and then it kind of just hit a wall and i'm like at this point just i'll let you know how about yeah. that <laughs> yes yes well um is there anything else you want to talk about before we jump in no i mean i th- did you have fun at the wedding i had a great time i realized i definitely want a live band yeah, we realized that from Alex's wedding and then it reaffirmed because I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then just the feel of the live instruments, it just makes people move and dance. And mm-hmm. there's just something about it that makes people more like immersed and interactive with the dancing. Yeah. Also, I love Jewish weddings because I've been to Andy's mm-hmm. and Alex, both Jewish people. Of course. And wow i was like the mazel top and like Mm -hmm. the the chair like dancing Mm -hmm. i don't know what it's called but when the bride and the groom sit in the chair i'm like Mm -hmm. that's so fun like can we are we allowed to steal that from their culture (laughs) like can we do that we could just crowd surf like have everyone at one point (laughs) we were like holding up andy or was it ellie i can't remember you were holding up andy no not on the chair just in general allison you know everyone's just like that was so fun but is it possible to crowd surf when we're having a small wedding of 50 people versus they had 200 at least 200 guests there that were helping like you know 
six to eight, six to 10 people. So yeah. Yeah. Well, next (laughs) week will also be our one year anniversary of Rotten. So we should definitely do the wedding next week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think so. 100%. So let's get into the comments. I'm so excited because I have not read them. Okay. Are you ready to get into it? Finally. You can rent out the podcast studio when you're not using it. It's kind of (laughs) smart. But I don't know what we do with the sign. What would you do with the rod sign? I feel like we could put up like a curtain or like an infinity wall or something. What the hell's an infinity wall? Just white. Yeah. So make another wall. Not actually a wall, but you could do paper. You could do cloth. Yeah. You could put something behind it. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but I don't think we're going to have people in and out no, of our house. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't our house, then yes. Like that's a great business yeah. and I like idea. Maybe if you guys, I could start setting up podcasts for people and then you can yeah. make freaking um, jingles for people. Yeah. Like if you guys You could have a whole ass production company. <laughs> we'll have a pre-podcast production. I love we it. We won't do the editing because that's a lot of work, but I would love to do set design and then Matt could do the jingle design. <laughs> I would love to do that. That's Why so don't fun. you do that? You're really good at making jingles. Didn't you say you made a jingle for like... Um, a dog food company once. Am I, am dog I, food company? Oh my God, no. What? I'm thinking about Bachelorette. There was the winner, Jed. He was a jingle maker. No way. Yeah, he was That's like, so he, he sang, but on the side made money through jingles. And then he made a jingle for a dog food company. That is so yeah. funny. I think it was pretty I, decent too. I think it's like, it's just, there's so much energy that goes into finding business. You know what I mean? Like, I guess if I were to like reach out to someone and be like, hey, let me make you a jingle. But I've never once had that thought. Mm -hmm. And I don't see myself going out there and trying to like set up a whole business marketing my services and trying to get, you know. As a jingle maker. As a jingle maker. (laughs) Which is kind of like an ego kill to like an aspiring artist. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get into another one. I like, is it you or me? Your turn. Okay. I like this podcast more than others just because the conversations sound very genuine and real. I don't like how some other podcasts have constant fake laughing or screaming, overreacting to appear entertaining. I love how Tiffany and Matt often have different perspectives and can debate. And then they went on to add another comment in the reply. Also, maybe instead of quitting the podcast, try to pivot and do things that are slightly different to see if that changes your numbers at all. Have you guys put in the time to change up the format of your podcast? What is the niche? I feel like scrolling through your videos, the titles are not super eye-catching as well. Like they wouldn't catch the attention of someone who didn't already watch you guys. Also, maybe more guests would help. Ooh. I like that they said the titles aren't eye-catching. Because mm-hmm. like, I honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what the hell to call this podcast. So like, let's be <laughs> real. Sometimes I put yeah. in the effort to figure out a title because a lot of the times... We go into podcasts being like, let's just talk and have a real conversation about our week and then we'll naturally come up with like something. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think we need to put in the work beforehand being like, these are the topics we should talk about mm-hmm. and stay on topic for and then use it as a title. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point about like format and stuff because there is almost two schools of thought. I think we sometimes go between both, which yeah. is like, let's just make this super lifestyle about our life, what we did what we're doing versus, hey, let's have a very clear outline topic where it's like a really good conversation, whether it be about, you know, gender identity or something that's happening in the news or mm-hmm. something that's controversial. Yeah. And then talking about adding more guests would help. Uh, like, I would love to have more guests, but at the same time, 
every episode we've done with a guest that wasn't a content creator has not done well. But I would love to like talk about or talk to like CEOs and mm -hmm. lawyers and like get tidbits and like having, you know, Sammy or Anita Patel mm -hmm. on was so fun for me, but- Not Graham. Oh my God, no, kidding. Graham as well, but yeah. he's a content creator. No, 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 I know. Well, <laughs> we've, yeah, we've had four guests, not including Mickey. So I guess five. Med, Matt, yeah, yeah. Med, yeah, he's a part of that. So five guests. Yeah, over 48 episodes, which isn't very many. No. It's no, like it's not. It's a very low rate. We, like, I don't know. Like, like, I'm like always too shy to ask people as well to be on. Mm -hmm. So I never know. I think know. with thinking about taking a whole rebrand, reformatting everything, once we really figure out what we want it to be exactly, I think that that would help dictate like the type of guests we would want to get if that's a part of what we want the podcast yeah. to be. I think it comes back to just like really butting, buttoning down our niche, which is also, you know, the feedback in that, which I think is really helpful. And I think that's why we need to get of the <laughs> rotten. the rotten, although rotten. I love the jingle because like it doesn't make sense with what we talk about because we do talk about our lifestyle we talk about weddings we talk about babies and mm -hmm. what's rotten about a wedding and babies true also matt had a suggestion about a new name that he was halfway like joking about and i was like mm, it's kind of good should we say it what was it i don't even baby remember. talk oh yeah <laughs> i don't really love it but it's a good name for a podcast like baby talk as in like because we're dating like we baby talk but also like baby talks we're talking about like yeah babies and families and whatnot but yeah. i don't know don't steal our <laughs> don't steal the brand or totally do it or do it or run with it okay can i read the next one yeah this is from lady akame i think right now the majority of your viewers are like me who came from tiffany ma and who just love you guys as a couple because we already know who the both of you are it's hard to pull in new viewers because if people don't know who you are they wouldn't care about what you have to say which means you'll need to be consistent on your marketing and also maybe revamp your topics a bit so there's some sort of a niche that people or the seo can capture you guys have so much to offer business, finance, relationship, real estate, knowledge, etc., and catering your content and headlines to focus on how you can create value for your audience would be better in my opinion. I can also see how well your TikTok was doing, but you guys haven't posted any clips on there for a while, which is definitely a shame since your takes are always so hilarious and would be such a good pull for the TikTok users. Since personally, some of the podcasts I listen to are what I came across on TikTok. Mm. I know we've stopped uh, cutting down our clips for the pod. Honestly, I think we should definitely get back on the clips. I don't yeah. know why we stopped. Yeah. I don't know why. There was just like a bunch of different stuff. Like Callie was helping, helping than I was. And then we kind of like switched how we were doing things. Yeah. And then things fell by the wayside. And I've been meeting to get back on it because I do enjoy also putting them together and I do have fun. Yeah. And I think I definitely dropped the ball on a big part of that. But yeah, we definitely need to get in because we've had some really good moments pop off. The you panda know, one. The panda <laughs> one. That was the first time where I was like, okay, I want to edit this and like put sound effects and like yeah. make it engaging. You did a good and job. It popped off. Like I added, I like went I and it, found clips from panda or <laughs> clips of like pandas. And I was like, all right, let's see. It hit 5.2 million. On Instagram. On Instagram reels. That's really good. And then I think it also did really well on TikTok as well. Yeah. Guys, that's the next thing on our homework list. We definitely are going to start doing clips again also if you guys haven't already this is a great time to plug go follow us on rotten's instagram and tiktok 
Oh, uh, yeah. That one hit 1.7 on TikTok, which was pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. We're 500 away from 10,000 on Rotten Podcasts on Let's TikTok. Go. go follow us. Go follow. All, All right. The- so this is another okay. one. Christina Valdez. Matt has a point there. are Things he mentioned about doing before making the decision to quit. I like how real you guys are and not trying to be the perfect couple who never argue or have disagreements. I find myself being able to relate more. I understand Aww. Tiffany trying to be realistic about time and money, but I think you guys have something good here. And I would like to continue hearing your podcast. I really like the name of the podcast and the song. It's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say for all the people out there that do like it and like the song, if we were to change, which we will, it will be better. So <laughs> I can make that guarantee. Like we wouldn't downgrade. Yeah. We would only upgrade or at least aim to with the <laughs> jingle. The jingle worked out perfect. If we downgrade the jingle, we're not even doing the rebrand. We're going to well, stick we, with Rotten. Yeah. And if I can't make a better jingle, then what have I been doing with all my time this yeah. year? Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. This is from Bevish. Sorry if I'm saying everyone's names wrong. If there's ever a time to rebrand, it's probably now before the real growth begins. Thank you for thinking we're going to have real growth. I'll applaud to that. Your thumbnail designs are great. Thank you. And should remain. But I don't know how appealing to the masses the NFT connection and little devils might be even speaking as a holder. Whoa. Um, Hi. It would be really cool to see a rebrand episode where y'all brainstorm and present your different rebrand proposals and designs and accompanying vlogs where y'all create a new logo and background side would be a great watch as well. Rebranding and NFT detachment would make it easier to promote on the main channel because I'm imagining the devil's branding and NFT connection may or may not have made you somewhat apprehensive sharing it more on the main channel. That is very insightful. Is that true? I mean, I think NFTs in general, you're apprehensive because most people are apprehensive, especially now. If it was popping and going crazy, it would be something to be like, like I'll be honest course. that I didn't want to call the podcast art rotten to begin yeah. with. This is really great feedback. And I do love the idea of doing like a live vlog style filming the brainstorm session. That would be so fun and cool. Like live streaming it? No, not live streaming it, but oh. like filming it so we could put it together as like an episode. As an episode? Yeah. yeah. And just put I don't it out know maybe how for the like audio listeners. Content. Yeah. I don't know how the audio listeners would like it, but I think that would be really fun. Well, it could be just on the YouTube channel. Like, yeah, because we do have the big oh, YouTube channel. So it wouldn't be a Spotify upload. It would be like a bonus add on. Mm, cool. I like that idea. Also, I want to say thank you for noticing the thumbnails i spent a lot of time figuring it out and still i question if it's good enough so that means a lot to me because i have (laughs) um what's that syndrome called where i think imposter syndrome i have imposter syndrome and i never think anything i do is good enough so thank you thank you thank you thank you and i just want to also say there's a lot of people like the thumbnail i don't love it but i like it Mm, okay i think it works but i think we could how about you revamp try? it no i'm not i'm saying it's no difficult you should try i yeah it's I difficult know. i think maybe like the font of the colors like something i don't I know i mean red is the colors of our no i know i'm <laughs> not saying it's, it's on you. there's a lot of like constraints based on the branding that we've already developed beforehand so either yeah. way i think it's good it works with everything i'm i think i'm just ready for a rebrand yeah. i don't think this is where i see myself anymore i'm being honest i feel like i've changed so much in the last year you don't feel as rotten no i don't i've never felt rotten but i thought it was like cool because the story of our nft was like rotten devils becoming good guys but Mm -hmm. then no one understood that connection so they just see like little devils as like yeah yeah, i get it i get it love the character love the stories love everything about it but i agree and i do want to take a moment to say there's a lot of comments in here where it's like I listen to every episode. 
I listen on my way to work, this, that, and the other. So thank you guys so much. That's just crazy to read. And like, we appreciate that so much. Obviously, we're not going to read all those comments, but I do want to take a moment just to acknowledge all of them because yeah. it really makes me feel good to hear that people are like, no, please don't stop. Like, I listen you know to every episode. Do you know what I realized? What did you realize? We made rotten merch. And we never sold it. Yeah. And if we change the rebranding, that would just, we should just throw it all away. We can give it to the holders. Yeah, for free. Because yeah. at, at this point, we should yeah. give them out. Yeah. I listen to every podcast because I like your take on current events. Thank you. You guys also talk about your relationship and your daily life. I do feel like you guys veered away from your originally theme of rotten and the advice thing. So maybe a rebrand with one solid concept. Yeah, I agree That's that true. we need a solid concept. And we need to stay consistent with it. Cause yeah, because like, we were doing the good. Am I Rotten? Which I love. And I we can adopt like, that in a different way for something else. Yes, but it was we weren't getting as many submissions after a while. So then I felt like maybe no one was interested because we weren't getting more submissions. So then we kind of stopped doing it and forgot yeah. a few episodes, but my bad. Wait, can I read another? Yeah, of course. Okay. Alicia Lachey. I That's would a hate- cool name. Yes, that is very <laughs> Sorry, cool. Sorry, I got to say it's no, a cool no, name. That is a very cool name. I would hate to see you guys go. Personally, I don't tune in all the time simply because the pod feels rushed sometimes. I don't feel like you guys dive deep enough into topics, which sometimes can feel surface level. I tuned in for Tiffany, but I still feel there's a wall between you and your supporters, which is understandable. When I saw that Matt was a part of your pod, I thought it would be nice to hear more about you or guys' dynamic and overview on things. But I feel like there's still something missing. Like, how did Matt get into music? As for Tiffany... What are your highs and lows of being in the YouTube space? There's so much we still don't know about YouTube after a year of tuning in. The biggest takeaway from podcasts is the personal aspect of it all. And I don't feel like you guys are get too personal. All love just giving feedback because I would hate to see you guys quit. This pod has potential to be great. It's just the wall has to go down. That's interesting. I do agree with some of it. I feel like though we have kind of talked a lot about this, like how to get into music or like highs and lows of being in the YouTube space, for example. So maybe I guess this person's saying like making, like talking more and more about that stuff. I don't know. What is your takeaway? I mean, I feel like I open up a lot about my personal life, um, but I, I feel like, I, I feel like this is just me in general. Like, I don't know. I feel like I internalize everything that I feel and I will definitely open up to you if I'm like sitting and if someone's specifically asking me a specific question, but I don't just like open up to open up. Yeah. But I have also tried harder to like open up about like things that are happening in my family. Like my mom getting married to some guy that I don't even know. Like I've- I feel like, yeah, you've been super I've definitely open been about super, finances, like a little too like- open. You've been super open. And I think we also have been very open about our relationship. I mean, we talked about the fact that we went to couples therapy and I feel like most people wouldn't even admit that if they're doing it. And there are. Yeah, I think it's also coming down to like the format of what our episodes. Sometimes it's about us. Sometimes it's about current events. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. (laughs) What? This one's about you. This is from Fat. I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong. Fat Mayan 5104. Matt, you're a nice guy, but I feel like you don't appreciate Tiff. You don't appreciate her humor, her sensitivity, her vulnerability, and her sweetness. I feel like you like to conversate with her like a bro with no softness at all. And maybe that's a dynamic that y'all are okay with, but it's not marketable and it's not couples goals. You guys don't even have pet names for each other. Kind of weird. And then someone replied saying, I thought Tiff was the one that never lets Matt speak and is rude to him. Matt seems to be really patient and loving towards her. Matt is really nice and sweet. 
based on my experience listening to all the episodes. So Let's really, go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it was some redemption Sorry, but for mine me got five it, thumbs up and yours only got three. Well, that little like <laughs> see more on the comment is kind of like I'm hidden. just kidding. I will I, say we do have yeah. pet names. Do you guys yes. want us to start saying it to one another? Because yeah. I just find it weird when I hear couples saying it in like IRL. But we have some. I call you Lala. I call you baby girl. Yes. I call you bunny. Yes. What else do I call you? Um, Stiffney. Stiffney. It's not really a pet name. I think just like baby, babe, classic, bunny, Lala, baby girl. Oh my God. I was talking to my mom and I called her baby because I'm so used to ending my call with you with baby. And I was like, ah, sorry, bye mom. It's so funny. I actually, and I told you, I did the same thing with my mom. Oh my God, that's so funny. And I was like, oh, and she kind of like laughed it off. I would say Um, my number one, I like to call you is bunny. Yeah, we call each other Bunny. Yeah, I feel like it's a universal bunny. bunny. And then I cringe a little when I do it on the podcast, so I try to I edit it out <laughs> because I'm like, is it too personal? Like, I know people call each other pet names, but like, I find it odd when people do it in real life. I think it's cute, but I also like, I know people find it odd and cringy. Yeah, but we can start calling each other Bunny. I would be so disappointed if you guys quit the podcast. I only recently discovered it and have been binging it. I love listening to it during my commute mm. to to and from work. I love how natural you guys are and I appreciate the bickering and debating. Intro song is great as well. See that intro song? I don't <laughs> so know. Funny. It's going to be hard to beat. I'm glad you guys, I'm glad you enjoy the somewhat like bickering slash debate that we do. Yeah. I think we can do better. And I think we've done a lot better. Like if you start at some of our earlier episodes and you move to this point in time and I could be wrong, but I think we used to like bicker, bicker more. And now I think we have more productive, respecting like differences in opinions, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was ever any lack of disrespect or lack of respect. I just think we were unaware of how it came across to other people who don't know us very well right yeah so we've toned it down someone said i strongly dislike the intro (gasps) it's okay it can't be for everybody so you know i'll take it i'll take that one on the chin because guess what if we rebrand i'll have an opportunity to hopefully prove this person wrong and change their opinion on the intro, the new intro that we have. Okay, I have a good one. Uh, this is from Talandria. It appears to an outsider that you never really poured your heart into it after the first few episodes. Some weeks, the episodes are less than 40 minutes versus some weeks are over an hour. It seems very much like the plan was always just to have an unplanned conversation every week. And while that can make some good content sometimes, I think another comment was correct in that to pull in outside viewers, you need to have some sort of theme around your show. As of now, the viewers you pull will be based off mostly people who want to hear what Tiffany has to say because of her following. Also, the lack of heart is reflected in that you told yourselves you can manage a podcast on your own, turn down the podcast offer from a company, and then never ask for sponsorships on your own. It seems like you're both expecting big results for little effort. I think you were both right in saying, if you're going to do this, do it right and give it your all. Good luck. Valid. Valid. That's very valid. Valid. Also, we started doing the episodes shorter because we saw that the watch time wasn't like an hour. So mm-hmm. if the watch time isn't an hour, why would we put out an hour long episode? So yeah, I think that also comes down to the formatting. We're like, we originally started this off like, hey, let's do like an hour and a half of us just hanging out, talking, mm-hmm. talking about our life, shooting the shit. And after we went through that we realize maybe that isn't the right format. Maybe we do want to do that, but almost like shorter without like a topic. No, I think both of us just realized that we could do the same 
we didn't need hour and a half long conversations yeah. with one another, mm-hmm. right? We took out all the fluff. We take we probably talk for an hour and take out any parts that are boring right. because we're trying to get the audience retention as high as possible. Um, so we just take out all the fluff. So it, maybe it seems rushed to you guys, but it's because we're thinking about not boring the shit out of you guys talking an hour and a half long. Yeah, I have one that's bad for me. Wait, Tiff, not gonna lie, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but with the way you were asking for honest feedback and thoughts, I felt inclined to comment something. I don't know about everyone, but I feel like a lot of people maybe hate watching. I think you've kind of made yourself a little unlikable lately, so I feel like it's kind of a bad look that's been rubbing off into the podcast. Also, most of the episodes, Matt doesn't get to talk as much as he did this episode, which I love, by the way. So those are just my thoughts. That's so funny, because I feel like you actually talk more than me. But going Mm -mm. back to, really... (laughs) definitely not maybe more recently but okay it's not so much on one-sided but it did feel like for a time that it was like i was being a little overshadowed i think we've gotten to a good balance lately of equally talking or letting the person sort of like own the moment or the episode or the topic i get it i get it that you know I feel like, I don't know, because there's responses. Someone said, I've heard this comment before and was wondering what makes her seem unlikable. Maybe I missed something or maybe I have similar behavior and I'm able to see it myself. So the same person responded, I'm making assumptions, but I guess because she's going through a lot of life changes and transition, she may be uncomfortable with herself. And that's showing out through her personality and in turn, how she comes across in her content. I actually, I don't agree with that. I actually think I've become a lot more confident and comfortable with my own opinions and myself. I'm maybe a little more aggressive than people thought I really was, but Mm -hmm. I'm finally comfortable sharing. I feel like this is for the most part who you are. Yeah. Play it up a little bit in certain moments for energy and stuff. But like when we're having a real conversation, like right now, this is how you are. And I think people probably aren't as used to that, right? And they're used to like other people in that space where it's very bubbly, it's very silly, it's very, you know, and like that is the reason though that we wanted to start this podcast. And that's the reason I was like, I can't wait for the, like for your viewers and for people to see the type of person you are. Like Mm -hmm. you're so well-educated, you're such a good speaker, you're so like, you're so intelligent, I think that like people don't see that side of you. That's so nice of you. I don't want to be unlikable though. So I don't really know what thing. to do. You're always going to be unlikable to somebody. Yeah. Like think about anybody in the world. People hate them. LeBron. People hate. Why do people hate LeBron? He's so because, good. Because he's good. Yeah. It's Wait, like this, they hate him because he's good. They're not hating me because they they love me so much. They're they hating hate, me because clearly I'm rubbing them in the wrong way, which well, they is wouldn't, fine. But they wouldn't listen. Why would they? Why would you ever watch a podcast of someone that rubs you the wrong way unless there was a part of you that liked them? Well, I mean, you hate watch Bachelor in Paradise, though. So people do hate watch, which I, I get mm, it. Okay. I get it. I could see that. Oh, uh, but no, that makes me sad. Um, but I I don't know how to change my personality. Like, no, you shouldn't change. I who feel you like are. this is who I am. You should not yeah. change who you are. You should double down on who you are. <laughs> actually, a matter of fact, because you'll get people that hate you even more. But then you'll get more people to love you. The more people love you, the more people hate you. Like I'm saying, LeBron, people hate him so much because because other people love him so much, yeah. and they and they say maybe they say that he's better than Michael Jordan, and people hate him for that they'll nitpick everything oh he's a baby oh he's like this that and the other so if people can hate lebron yeah well i will just like to say that meg i i 
appreciate the honesty. At least now I can be aware that people don't like how I'm acting, which isn't gonna change the way I act, but I will say that I have become a lot more confident yeah. in the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think that's kind of just gonna shed off some people, right? It's yeah. like shedding the skin of people who maybe followed you for a different reason that they mm -hmm. liked, and it's gonna bring in new people who are maybe more attractive to the personality who you've settled into and what you're showing. Yeah. You know, cause I've no, I've been with you for five years and I don't think you've, do I rub my friends the wrong way? No. As long as I'm not rubbing people. I think you like anytime life. you meet people in real life, like you are just a standout. Like when we were at the wedding this weekend, yeah. I was thinking about this it was my favorite moment when I was talking to my old friend from high school's mom, catching up with her. I haven't seen her in so long. And then you talked to her, you gave her a hug, you had like such a genuine conversation and then you gave her another hug when the conversation was done. And then he came up to me after and so he was like, my mom was like, Matt Fine's girlfriend is the sweetest person I've met. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking to her about her aunt but I'm just that saying, was living in Brentwood. Off, but yeah, but you you care, you put intention into that. Yeah. You didn't have a surface level standoff vibe about you, yeah. you know? And I think that always shines when people meet you in real life. You're like way more warm when you're meeting new people in real life. I feel like I just do so much better one-on-one -on -one than in a group setting. Yeah. So, cause I was talking to your friend's mom on a one-on-one -on -one setting, it's so much easier. Right. Cause I'm not witty. I've come to realize I'm not witty. I'm not a funny person. Why have you been talking about wittiness lately so much? Because, okay. Cause when we were getting all of these like criticisms last week and I was reading it and I was like, I feel like I'm witty when I'm flirting. Like I remember when we first dated, I was really witty. And that's the only time I know how to be witty is when I'm flirting with someone I like, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to be witty with people. I don't know how to be witty with my friends. And in my college friends, I am the funny person. I don't know, you're not really witty. You don't try with me anymore to be witty or funny. I was the other night, you're like, why are you so funny tonight? And I was like, I was purposely trying that night. I was really? like, yeah, do you remember that night? Like two, like yeah, five nights so ago. Yeah, we had so much fun. We were like laughing and like- Yeah, because like I was like, I was like, okay, I need to actively just like be how I am when I'm first meeting someone. Cause I can turn on the charm. I was like, oh why don't God, I do that? I saw such a great video. What? Oh, I wish that I saved it, but it was pretty much like, you should give your partner the same energy the, in order to have a successful relationship, this person was saying you need to give your partner the same energy and effort that you give to meeting new people. Because think about it. Someone goes to work. What's the type of person they are? They're bubbly. They're making jokes. They're grabbing coffee. They're, they they want to be likable. They're like giving so much. And then yeah. by the time they come home, you're, that your partner is kind of just getting the scraps of their personality. This is the penny method. Have you heard of the penny method? No. Pretend you're a piggy bank. And apparently a lot of men do this in relationships and it's called the penny method. Mm -hmm. And psychologists have like studied it. The penny method is when a guy is first courting a girl, they'll give her a hundred. Like imagine it's a piggy bank and they're yeah. giving her a hundred dollars. After a while, you know, they get a little more comfortable. They give her 90. Mm -hmm. Well, is that not no, like no, no, love no. bombing? Kind of, maybe it's this. Cause I, I have a friend who's like <laughs> not notorious for it, but I've seen him kind of do that. But I don't think he's, I don't think he does it maliciously. I yeah. think that he does really have that excitement and he goes like zero to a hundred and then the excitement wears off. And so he doesn't like match what he gives even close to that. Okay. Yes, but there's there's a little bit more nuanced vindictiveness to the penny method mm. where it's, I'll give you you're the bank, I'll give you a hundred. And you're like so high in life, like I cannot believe they're giving me a hundred percent. After a while, I get a little bored, I give you 90. 
it's not, it's only 10% less. You're like, mm, I can tell that's a little bit less, but it's nothing as bad as like 50%. So you're like, you're okay with it. A few weeks pass, I give you 95. And you're like, oh my God, she's trying harder. She's giving me 5% more. Mm-hmm. And it's a vicious cycle of get of 85, then 90, then 80. So it just goes eight. all the way down to zero. All the way down to a penny. And then you get so excited for five cents. Mm. So that's the penny method. You just mm. keep regressing, but you know you got to turn it on once in a while so they're happy again and then go back and turn it on, then go back, mm-hmm. turn it off. Yeah, I mean, you can't please everyone, but I think most people that meet you in real life are like very pleased with who you are. That is what I've said so many times <laughs> in this podcast. It's like one of my favorite things about you is like taking you around to meet people because you always just... People love you and you always like such a value add to me. Oh, that's so sweet. I feel like it doesn't come across in videos, maybe. That's okay. Like, and that's also for people. It's like just because there's a screen and people are opening up and talking doesn't necessarily mean you have them figured out. Yeah. You know, a Mm -hmm. lot of things too. And I'm a very emotional reading into things and body language and can sense just energy without words. I think a lot of meeting someone too is the warmness or the way that they make you feel just based on their body language or the way that they like lean in or talk to you. Like those are the intangible things you can't get through a podcast, Yeah, you know, and that's often the difference maker of what people like and what they don't like. I mean, we watched love is blind. That was the deal breaker for so many people. They say all these great things and then they meet and then there's just a disconnect because it's like what you're saying doesn't necessarily match how you're making me feel, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Anyways, I think, you know, that there's I a lot of great. I think we both would excel in Love is Blind. Oh my in God, the pods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to have a great voice. And two, when you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. Most people find me a lot funnier <laughs> than you find me, to be 100% honest. But um, that's okay. But I do think there's so many, so much great feedback. And I feel like we went through a lot of good stuff. And there's still more in there. I yeah. think we should definitely dig through and maybe talk about more of it next week. But... A lot of the overall feedback is like people really like the podcast. They think that we need to get a little bit more organized, rebrand and kind of like really button down our messaging and start putting stuff out there. Um, And I agree with that. That's all the things we were talking about last week. And um, yeah, should we are we still doing the rebrand? Right. Because we still have. Yeah, we can't keep uploading. Well, I don't think. No. Yeah. I guess we need to make a really solid plan. So maybe next week we can talk about what that we're talking about the wedding. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is part of the organizational <laughs> issues. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about the wedding. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to like spend some time putting together a rebrand or thoughts and ideas. And then we'll kind of just like share them, discuss them and kind of let people know where we're at as far as timeline, what steps we're actually taking. Because there's podcasts that I know when I wake up on that day, like, oh, I have my the podcast that I'm going to listen to today because mm-hmm. there's a new episode out and. When I do, when there isn't a new episode, I'm like, damn. Yeah. So I think it is important to like let people know because if they're tuning in and taking the time to find us or like mentally preparing that time, yeah. then it's only fair to like, you know, keep people in the loop. So true, true. We'll yeah. keep you guys in the loop of what we plan on doing, and we'll even film us doing yeah, it and be post fun. it. Yeah, yeah. That'll even be if it's fun. like a super raw like something on the channel, we can yeah. just post. Even if it's like a compilation short that we can put together. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, before you guys leave, and if you guys made it to this part of the podcast, comment down below your favorite podcasts, and we'll start studying them and seeing what we can improve on. Yeah. Because we do have a lot of places where we can or improve. Or a good question would be like, what are podcasts you think that, that were similar mm. like and that we could like learn from, maybe even from a branding? Yeah. So here, there's three things. One, comment down podcasts you like. Or comment down podcasts that you think we're similar to that we can learn from. And then three, drop us some name ideas. Like it would be <laughs> so epic if we got our name from some, from a viewer. Yeah, baby talk. So throw some names out there and we will see you guys next Tuesday. All right, see you next Tuesday. We should call it cunt. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.